And now, the Blaze Radio Network presents 40 Acres and a Fool. Here's your host, Cam Edwards. Greetings from the near frontier. Thanks for tuning in to another edition of 40 Acres and a Fool here on Blaze Podcast Network. My name is Cam Edwards. I am once again joined by my lovely and talented co-host, Miss E, hello. Hello, how are you this evening? You know, I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm good. Better good. than the last time, which is why we don't have a podcast for last time. So, yeah, sorry. So I was, it ended up being more depressing than we thought it was going to be. Yeah, we actually recorded one, um, but it, it was. It was uh, a week ago, the day before Missy went in to, for her, her chemotherapy. Which we weren't sure whether or not I was going to get for the third week in a row. Right. Because so I've been were, going in and my levels have been off, so I haven't been able to get treatment. So that's been freaking me out. Right. So you were stressed about that, stressed about coronavirus, and it was just, it was not a good night. But, uh, you know, we, we tried, and then yeah. I went back and I listened, and I was like, wow, this is not only not entertaining, this is really, really depressing. So, so. we tried and we failed, and we didn't subject <laughs> you to that crap. So we're going to exactly. try again. But, yes. Hopefully not fail this time. <laughs> no, because... Uh, the good news is you did have your chemotherapy last Friday. Yeah, so I got to feel like shit for a week, so that was good. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm, you know, it's the 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 side effects come with it. So I, I'd rather have the side effects than put up with seeing whether or not this is going to work. Yeah. So by the way, just remember this is the uh, the polite podcast. Right. So, so no okay. more s words. No more s words. Okay. Sorry. Um, and which and is funny because when we do the polite not polite version, I have a tendency to keep checking myself, and you right keep now. saying stop, no, and I'm like, I'm so confused. <laughs> okay. So. Early show, late show. Early yeah, show, early late show, late show. Late show. Um, so, how are the side effects for this drug? Um, they're weird. Uh, borderline nausea, enough that I need to take the medication, which causes constipation. The medicine causes constipation, so you know where they're, you're going with that kind of stuff. Um, also, um, it makes my... It doesn't really mess with my mouth as much, but it gives me the weirdest joint pains like seriously like deep bone ache pain yeah, i mean you were in tears the other yeah. because of your hip my hip i it went from uh my the small on my back earlier in the week to this one hip and it was just like the whole side it was almost felt like something was just like sticking me with a not sharp enough stick to do a hole in me but right. enough to like be it hurt uh it blew chunks <laughs> Um, but it really hurts. So I've got that going on. Um, and even though I'm hair loss wasn't supposed to be a thing, hair thinning is a thing and that seems to be happening. And unfortunately it's not falling out equally. It's like falling out in the front part. Yeah. So I've got some serious male pattern baldness <laughs> stuff going on right now. So right. I think I'm going to have you shave my head this weekend. Okay. I think I would prefer myself. I look to me, I just, I look. Right now with this, I've hated this hair since it came back because it's this weird baby texture stuff that just, when I wake up in the morning and I laugh hysterically when I look in the mirror sometimes because it is sticking in every which way direction. It is kind of crazy. I do. I look a lot like my two-year-old great niece, <laughs> uh, Reagan, in the morning with her hair like my right. niece was saying, I haven't combed her hair in days. I'm like, we could be hair twins. Um, uh, but yeah, it's, so I've always hated the texture, but I hate the fact that I'm losing the hair in the front. And so, yeah, it's like, it's going to, it's almost mullety. It's getting weird and, and thick and long in the back. And the front is like male pattern baldness. So I'm just, I have, 
have a pretty decent a skull. skull. Yeah, yeah, before I get a skull, I just want to go ahead and shave my head. My, my At least I have a decent looking bald head. You do. You have a very nice... And uh, I have lots of little hats and scarves and bandanas and, and I can be creative summer, and it's so getting it's summertime. Warmer. So I don't have to worry about my head freezing. But yeah, I, I just need to go ahead and get rid of this hair. So well, so far I have uh, I've maintained the beard. Uh, you know, although the, the new guidance coming out about wearing masks, but... We don't have to. We don't have any masks, so... Uh, if and we both work from home, we do. See, what's really funny is, is like I, I, a well, lot of my coworkers like are having public. a giant adjustment to this whole having to work from home thing. Oh yeah, for us it hasn't. Not no, much but they're saying when, like, if I go to the grocery store or something like that, I should be wearing a mask. Well, what I can do is I can make you something. Yeah, like one of those. Um, it's like a skier neck gaiter, and it's like a big tube, and you can just. Wear I actually it. have one of those. Well, then you can already. just wear I'll that. Just wear that. Yeah. Okay. Um, I did notice I had to run to the dollar store today for milk and uh, tried to run for frozen frozen veggies, but they didn't have any frozen veggies there. But I did notice there were a, a surprising number of people wearing masks, huh. um, which is new. So our county that makes them feel better. Well, they're saying too that you know it, it doesn't it's not one hundred percent effective, but it greatly reduces the let's say you you do cough, let's say you are positive and you cough, so some of the droplets <clears throat> are going to get out. But not every droplet is going to get out. The mask will cut down on the number of droplets that you know actually do yeah, and, get out. And here, what he's saying here, the mask is protecting the people who are sick from making more people sick. Right. It's not that the masks are really going to keep well people well. No, that's no. You're right. That's not why no. you're supposed to wear them. No. But again, because of how many people they think are asymptomatic. Well, you yeah. You be walking around and sick and not know. I just read another story. I think that's, I think, where was it? Some other European country is going to kind of kind of go with that whole herd mentality thing. Uh, but the problem is that their test results are coming up weird because so many people have no symptoms whatsoever and yet are testing positive. Right. Yeah. They're saying as many as 50% of people uh, who, who actually have this will be asymptomatic. Um, so that's, I mean, it's, it's kind of crazy. But well, it's lucky for them because I've read some stories about how yucky well, yeah, it is. Way lucky for them. Um, oh yeah. That's, that's why we cut that. Cause how depressing it was. Cause I was really sad about the whole, Ooh, how horrible would it be if I've been fighting lung cancer for the past four years only to be taken down by a. Yes. Yes. That's, that was one of the reasons. And yeah. then we went into great detail about how awful it is to die. And yeah. And it, it just, uh, and blah, blah, blah. Said, not, Meanwhile, not really people are recovering. <laughs> Uh, let's not talk about that anymore. I don't want to no. get depressed. Um, I got to go in for treatment tomorrow. I know. I know. Thankfully, what's really good about where I'm going now versus where I was for this clinical study, the clinical trial was up in Charlottesville. Mm-hmm. Very, very crowded. Parking garage situation. Had to walk through open areas before I got to basically the cancer factory. Right. And it was like four, three floors of all different types of people coming across. Yeah. This... Meanwhile, my current place is attached to the hospital but has its own entrance all the way over on the other side and they are still screening everybody at the door and you can only go in if you're a patient so they're not letting visitors and I feel kind of bad for some of the older, more fragile patients but at the same time, yeah, no. I'm also kind of not old but I'm fragile. Yeah, no, exactly. I'm not as fragile as I look. Let me take that back. (laughs) (laughs) You are susceptible. I have a you're compromised not, not, immune yes. system. I'm not. You're not I'm fragile. fragile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, and and I do feel bad for some of the older patients, but I think that they get it, and and I you know I hope that they understand why um, that's happening. I did have a, a question though. Uh, I was kind of curious. Do you think? Because I I, I kind of feel like the world just got diagnosed with cancer. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, in, it's kind of crazy. Way. Yeah. Like, and so as I've been watching people over the Except last for few weeks, cancer doesn't mean I have to socially distance myself. No, from no, no. But, but yeah, you know, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, the world got really bad news, right? You're you're gravely ill, um, and there's a lot of unknown. And it's just been it's been interesting to watch sort of you know the general reaction over the past couple of weeks and compare it to what. I know that I went through after you were diagnosed with cancer, and I wonder if, if you've seen it too, like the five stages like denial and anger and grief and, you know, bargaining. And then acceptance. And then, I don't know that we've actually reached acceptance yet. I, I don't no, think we're I'm, there. No, I accept I have cult- cancer. No, 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 you and I, but I'm talking like culturally. Oh, no, I don't know culturally. That we have I don't reached acceptance. No, because this. we still have stupid people getting busted for having coronavirus parties. Yeah. Now, mind, I did have to say this. <laughs> If this was me in kindergarten, right. our moms would be having coronavirus parties. <laughs> they would. This is a chicken pox party generation. Your mom, my mom never did that. Our moms, yeah. my mom. Yeah, your mom. My And my mom is way younger than your mom. Yeah. Which is weird. Yeah. But yeah, anyway. Kids who were born... Like, seriously, we I got the chicken pox in first grade from the twins... The, the, they had D-word first names, D and D. They were the only twins. They were in two different classes, but they uh-huh. managed to get chicken pox and infect the entire first grade. And so then my mom was like, she was like making me and my brother and sister stay together and like, you know, and like literally rub on one another. But it, it, it totally backfired on her because I got sick and then I got better and then... A couple weeks later, my sister got sick, and then, okay. she got, and then a couple weeks later, so she had like one case of chicken pox that seemed to last for like five months oh, wow. instead of one kid getting sick all at the same time. So right. I understand the appeal of chicken pox parties, getting everybody sick at the same time, but I was cracking up because my mom's generation, my mom is, that neighborhood would have been, uh, we would have been having coronavirus parties, people in Willingboro, so just go ahead and give it up for the, the fact that we don't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> So, do you have any advice on coping with bad news or with coping with this, you know, uh, this this diagnosis that society has received? Well, probably don't go like I did and go like out to the equivalent of WebMD and start Googling all sorts of information. Find one source to get your news about COVID and stick with it and don't and then stop. Get your news and then stop it. Don't obsess. Don't don't spend too much time. Yeah. Get the details. Figure out what you need to know. Yeah. Get yourself educated as to the symptoms, what you're supposed to do. To, you know, like I can prevent it from happening anywhere else in my body. I, I can't I do that. But, you know, you know, okay, you get prepared. Like, okay, okay, for example, side effects. Mm-hmm. I read about them. I don't obsess about them. I know what's going to come, but I don't worry about it too much. Right. Because I'm prepared. And that's the thing about the virus. Read about it. Make sure you know what's going on. But don't obsess about it. Just yeah. be prepared. It's I've- like a stoic thing. Expect the worst. Hope for the best yeah. and take anything in between. No, I think that's that's actually really good advice, and 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 that's I've been a lot better about actually doing that the last couple of days because there was a 
period of probably a week and a half. Oh, my blob. It was right. Like Yeah, you were killing me. Yeah, I know. And I've gotten better this week, though, haven't I? Yes, which is probably what led to the last, you know, horribly depressing <laughs> podcast, with, which, is the, which is the information overkill that I was getting. But at the same time, last night, I was just like, wait a minute. I haven't been allowed to go anywhere, and you're the only person giving me news other than the stuff that I'm getting on the internet. How do I even know this is really happening? <laughs> what, the last time I went to Farmville, everybody looked like it was fine, except for the right outside the door. Like it was, it was, it was like it was one of those moments. Like right. I'm living in a, I'm living in a Stephen King novel right now. Yeah. It, 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 I hope the, be- the ending's better than the mist. All right, no kidding. <laughs> um, I actually started rereading the stand. Because I was like, all right, I want to read about something that, that, that is even worse than what we're going through right now. <laughs> uh, Made me feel a little bit better. But I don't there, remember the stand. That I didn't, was I didn't read that. Okay, at all. Well, you can borrow it uh, after I'm finished. Okay. Um, it's about a uh, a virus uh, that's nicknamed Captain Trips that um, was created in a U.S. government lab. There's a mistake. Oh, it dude. gets out, and it's 99.4% fatal. Oh my goodness gracious! So within a matter of weeks, basically the entire world, except for 0.6 percent of the population, is wiped out. Um, and so the book follows some of the survivors, right? Um, and it sets up this sort of like apocalyptic good versus evil battle. They start having dreams, and some of them are dreaming about this like ancient black lady who's playing guitar on her porch in a cornfield. Oh, wasn't that a movie or a TV yeah, it was series a, it was, recently? Yeah, it got something? turned into a miniseries. Okay, okay. Not recently, I don't think. They were, they, they, I think they are supposed to be remaking it now. That's 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 it. They're um, remaking it now because that but whole a, thing that you just described. Yeah, but it was a miniseries in the nineties. Okay, I think um, they're doing it on Netflix. Okay, I, I, w- I would watch it. It's my favorite Stephen King book, I, and I don't like Stephen King's politics, and I really don't like. I'm not a fan of really anything that he's written in the past 10 or 15 years, but uh, Stephen King in his prime was just a heck of a storyteller. So, well, speaking and of it st- is this big, sprawling, epic, you know, good versus evil battle. So, I, I anyway, I started rereading that. Um, well, we got on to Stephen King because I was, um, thanks to the Dish Network, we have a whole bunch of crappy channels with a whole bunch of random movies all over the place. And one of them was A Dark Tower. And I went into it like, ooh. Iltis Elba and Matthew McConaughey? I'm going to watch this movie because, <laughs> hello, hot guys. But I didn't realize it was like an 8 to 15 book series that Stephen King had read, read wrote. And someone's review of it was like, imagine if all the Game of Thrones novels were made into one movie and left out 90%. And I would have been annoyed because I actually read all of the Game of Thrones novels, and they actually did leave out about 90% anyway, but um, <laughs> they left a lot of the important stuff in, but I didn't read any of The Dark Tower, so to me, it was just a really crazy movie with some insane special effects, and I was like, whoa, it made me laugh, it made me cry, it made me like go, oh my gosh, so yeah, it was a good movie. Well, if you like Idris Elba, or Idris Elba, or however the heck you say his name, um, you really need to watch The Wire. And you'll have to borrow my phone. Is it a TV series? It's HBO. Yeah, yeah it's not going to happen. Why? Because I actually can't pay attention to things to, to follow. Like, you can too. I can't if I really, Thrones? really like it. Well, yeah, but like I, the wire. I didn't. I, got, I, I was able to. So by the time I 
got into Game of Thrones, it was like season three or four, and we had HBO in Fios land. Right. And so I was able to like totally like just slam it down episode after episode because you worked nights that time. Yeah. And so it was just like, la, la, la. And yeah, but, um, and I also read the books. But for the most part, I, I don't, I just realized that I was watching a series when I, I moved kid to... When I was hanging out with him, we were uh, watching TV. Yeah. I was watching this really crazy Netflix series called Happy. Uh-huh. And I still got to figure out what happened. I'm like, oh, oh, like, what was that, October? Like, yeah. now I just realize, oh, yeah, I got to see what happens to... Uh, well, you can, again, you can borrow my phone. That's how I watch Netflix is on my phone because our our internet which is why, so bad for Which streaming. is why I don't even bother. So that's why I don't, like, I watch... Like, I know I can't get you to watch Tiger King either. Oh, I'm not. No, I'm. I'm pretty sure at this point you've told me enough about it, and um, I feel like the the few brain cells that I have going on anymore are already <laughs> uh, in threat. Some days, like chemo is making me stupid enough. Some days, I really don't need to watch something like that. All right, so I'm curious. I'm going to throw but, this out there. The uh, email address is forty uh, acrefool at gmail How have you? been whiling away your hours uh, in quarantine have you been reading books have you been watching tv have you discovered new shows or new think, channels or new I think authors everybody's been either on facebook or watching that tiger show yeah like seriously that seems to be the talk all over is that weird show yeah the thing that cracked me up about it was like and i didn't get it it was this meme where they have this like very flamboyant guy with like tight shorts and whatever and he's uh, like in his like i'm from i'm from northeast oklahoma and then there's the tiger joe picture uh, i'm from oklahoma like they're trying to like differentiate the different parts and i was uh, like i had to laugh because of, and i was giggling because it's like well that's kind of how south jersey and north jersey people feel about one another like i'm from south i'm from south jersey i'm not from north jersey okay like, when i'm when 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 i tell people where i'm from i'm like oh no i'm from south jersey like yeah no Okay, so, but yeah, I get it. If there, there's a whole, well, there was, there was, yeah, there's definitely an, but there was always a Tulsa, Oklahoma City, Tulsa, Oklahoma City thing, right? So there's the Northeast versus Central, Central. yeah. And Joe Exotic was uh, his zoo was in Winniewood. Where's Winniewood? Um, between Oklahoma City and Ardmore. Do you remember where Arbuckle Wilderness was? I know was? Ardmore because Fulton I used fried pies. Fulton, oh. Yeah. Right. I was, if I ever had a, a, a what is it the the you know, the the final meal request yeah, as like a death row, uh-huh. it would include Fulton's fried pies. <laughs> so this was his little pie shop uh, in I don't know if it was in Winniewood or Paul's Valley, but well, there's two in Turner Falls, is the one area. right. But so there was also one we found in Oklahoma. It was like Southwest in Oklahoma City. No, it was Northwest. North, uh, whatever. Anyway, but yes, it's little pocket pies, oh, fried fried pies. pocket pies yeah. with yeah, like with a nice glaze on them, apple and, pudding, chocolate, mm-hmm. chocolate pudding, not apple pudding, apple fruit, peach, all kinds of yum chocolate pudding. I'm like. Think if you're from New Jersey, like think of a tasty cake, but with a fried pie exterior. Yeah. Hot, warm, and oh my blob. <laughs> so totally worth all of the calories. Yeah, they were really good. Um, so yeah, so anyway, that is where, around that area, Turner Falls, Arbuckle Wilderness, that 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 area, Fall Fried Pies area, that's where the zoo oh. 
Oh. Is. Now, I, I guess that well, particular was, gym shut down. Because he's in prison now, well, right? He's in prison. Somewhere in Oklahoma. His business partner, no, he's been moved. And apparently now he's in coronavirus quarantine. But um, <laughs> I know. He wrote a letter to Trump. I know. Asking for a pardon. pardon right. Um, like, dude, no. I said, if Trump pardons him, he also has to name him director of the National Zoo. I said, I think that just has to, you know, that needs to be the icing on the cake. But um, it is. It, so... What's so fascinating about this, and I think why everybody is watching this, is because you watch the first episode, and you're like, wow, that's kind of crazy. And then you watch the second episode, and you're like, wow, that's a whole other layer of crazy. And it's like, I think, seven episodes. And every episode, you end up going, this just got even nuttier. So this is the slowest drive-by car accident you've ever seen? No, because it's fascinating because it's... That's what it looks like to me. It seems like a car wreck that everyone's slowing slowing to drive by and watch. Because it seems like horrible things just keep happening on top of one another. No, it's like like going to the state fair to people watch. And you pick out the craziest group of people and then you follow them home. And you get to and you're not disappointed. Spy on apparently, for like five years, right? Um, and that's the other thing is, is this this guy started the director started making the film about um, Indian animal exploitation, and over the course uh, and and it was you know and he spent five years doing this and he just he said I just followed the story and I went where the story took me and it became something very very different. Wait, so how from, did it, I thought this guy purposely bred his overbred his tigers to get babies to make money yeah, on the, the tiger like petting baby circuit. That. It's not like he announces that. That's not that's not what he says that he does for a living. So yes, that was one of the things that was uncovered or Joe Exotic does yes, this. Yes, in the documentary. Versus the woman who killed her husband by feeding him to something. Well, so they presume. Say, right. Um, um, so some say well, Robert I, never seriously, charged. But anyway. It just seems, do the I, math. I, 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 it's logical. I, I, but anyway. I, 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 but I'm just saying, like... We're not going to get sued. She was the one who went into it supposedly for altruistic reasons, right? Well, so... She was trying to save the tigers from being bred. That's what she does now. She does not breed the tigers. She takes in adult tigers. They live out the rest of their lives, but she does not breed them. Okay. Uh, and supposedly that's the difference. So now, she's learned the folly of her ways, or she is redeemed, or she's, she's, well, she's repented, okay, so if you, supposedly? Well, okay. So if you haven't watched Tiger King... And you don't want a spoiler, then fast forward for about a minute. Um, I'll let you do that now. So the, the 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 twist at the end of the documentary, one of the things that you learn is this: you see this old old footage of Joe Exotic back when he was much younger, and he's talking about how horrible it is that people breed these big cats and sell puppies. Or sell, sell the, kids, you know, the, yeah. the, the kids. And you also see Carol Baskin, much younger, as one of these breeders. So over the course of their lives, flipped. They, they flipped. Huh. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I guess is kind of, you know. Well, he got wicked and she learned better. I don't I don't know. I mean, I it's, it's know. not it's not like you can draw that simple a conclusion. But anyway, it's. It, I think it is well, a I fascinating can... <laughs> series, and there's a reason why uh, I think so many people are watching it. Okay, people are like on. totally riveted by this, though. It's, yeah. And I feel like okay, well, I've okay, I don't have to watch. 
I don't want to waste my time. I should be, like, I'm working on knitting. There's a marathon of how it's made. I can watch and see how ball bearings get built. That's and... exactly <laughs> it. So what's really weird is that I think our, 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 so we have the dish. So you have, well, I think it's a hopper or a joey or whatever. Right. So I, I usually watch TV either in our bedroom or in our living room. Yeah. And I'll watch, most of the time in, in the living room, I'm watching something on Cooking Channel. Mm-hmm. But every single time I sit down to watch TV and I turn on the TV, it goes to sci- the science channel when How It's Made is on. But like, only when How It's Made is on. No it, matter what. Like, it happened on, sort of... no, it happened on Saturday. Because most of the time How It's Made is on Sunday. Right. But Saturday there was a special marathon and I did. I sat down and the last, I know, I've, I turned yeah, off yeah, no, I the TV okay, the night before. Okay. I'm just telling you, I don't think it's a ghost or anything. I think there's probably either a setting and preferences where it's like one of your favorite shows. I have never had a preference thing. I don't have favorites. Okay. Because I haven't figured out how to set them up. Out. I haven't figured it out because the, the, once they sent me a new, they sent us a new their new remote and has way less buttons. It's supposed right. to be a lot more easy. No, it's way more complicated. When we had cable in another land, you could just press a button and add it to your favorites. And then when you hit it, it also, oof, poop, all your favorites come up. So I had a kid's favorites, but no, I haven't been able to figure that out. Okay. So no, I don't understand it, but it was crazy. So generally every Sunday I can understand it because... Sunday, I make myself my breakfast sandwich, I have a cup of tea, sit on the couch, I turn on the TV, and I don't have to anymore. The science channel is always on, and here it's how it's made. But Saturday, they were doing a special marathon. And I know Friday night, I went to bed watching something on Comet. Okay. Like, totally like unrelated. Old it's like movies. Like, not old, old movies, but old like crap, 70s, 80s. Old crap horror movies. This is where I first saw Santa Claus versus the Martians, by the way, <laughs> okay. over around Christmas. That was from 1964, 1954, somewhere around there. So, uh, yeah, Comet. It's crazy. But, yeah, the night before, I knew I was watching something on the Comet channel before I went to bed. And I come in on Saturday morning. I sit down. I turn on. Click. Just hit power. And there it is. Science Channel, House Made, it's a marathon. And I, and I was just like, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. It was just weird because, like I said, we don't have – our TV is not tied to the internet. Mm-hmm. It's not set up to be a smart anything because our streaming blows. Yes, it really does. For video stuff. Like, I, I, I can do my yeah. job because I'm uploading and downloading documents. Yeah. And it's good enough. Yeah. But as far as trying to stream video. Right. Which is, again, I don't want to have to worry about getting involved with watching shows. So, yeah. All right. Fine. How it's made. Whatever. I'm good. All right. No Tiger King. No. no. The Wire. I did say there's Tiger a crochet pattern for him. Shows. I can make him one for you if you miss him. Make uh, what? A crochet pattern of Joe Exotic and a little tiny tiger. Oh, yeah? Yeah, there's a free pattern of a bike racked up. Oh, wow. Even including, does he have a piercing somewhere? Yes, he does. There's even some, yeah, I'm cracking up. I'll have to show you the picture. I think you should, I would like that. I yeah. would like you to make me that. That'd be fine if you can make that for me. You just offered. Uh, yeah, I probably, well, I'm just thinking of the colors. <laughs> I'm just thinking, huh, do I have those gown colors? Yeah, I probably could. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I could do it. It would be funny. It would be really funny video. That would be. All right, there we, we probably, go. We could probably offer that up on the Etsy page, too. Yeah, if I right. ever make it. If you ever make it. Yep. 
All right. First, I got to finish this shawl. Anyway. All right. Well, listen, uh, thank you for tuning in to another edition of 40 Acres and a Fool here on Blaze Podcast Network. The email address, as I mentioned, is 40acrefool at gmail.com. Check in with us. Let us know how you're doing. We hope that everybody is safe and healthy and uh, handling the uh, the quarantine as, as well as you all can. Uh, don't forget as well, um, we have our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Cam Edwards. We do a bonus podcast, an uncensored podcast, uh, The Late Show, uh, as uh, I like to think of it. And uh, you can sign up and become a patron and support Miss E and uh, uh, her craftiness and her medical bills and everything else. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the money from that actually goes to help pay for the chemo stuff. So thank you. Yeah. And uh, we did actually get a, uh, a couple of uh, new patrons this week. So thank oh, that you. That was nice. Absolutely. Uh, the so Etsy shop is closed right now because we're just, we're not going to the post office. We can't go to the moment. post office. Right. I can't go to the post office. I'm going to work on stocking up. Mm-hmm. But I did. Okay. So I was working on stocking up and I made a really cute little unicorn. Yeah. But then the dude who's been cutting our lawn for like forever was great and came by because our lawn tractor broke again. Right. Um, but I was looking at my phone when he was here. I was like, when he first started working, helping us out, because uh-huh. we, we saw his flyer up in one of the local stores, his wife was pregnant with his daughter who's going to be four in June. Yeah. And I was like, she's going to be four and it's going to be Easter. So I gave her the little unicorn. And like two days later, he sent me a picture of her and the little unicorn in their pajamas ready for bed. And I was like, oh, this is why I make these little things. Right. I know I have the cutest customers. It was it was very, very sweet. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, no Etsy shop yet, but uh, Missy is busy crocheting. Uh, so, it'll be reopened at some point soon. We'll yeah. be back um, hopefully next week. With another edition, it might be a couple of days later, just depending on how Missy's feeling with the chemo stuff, and uh, uh, if you know, it may be that you're on for half of the show, and I'll I'll somehow shoulder the the rest of the load. But yeah, uh, but it's been a week. It's usually like by about Thursday, Wednesday, I don't feel as horrid. Thursday, I feel kind of normal, and then Friday, I get to go do it again. Yeah, and then so next week it'll be about right. the same time. So we should be good. All right. Well, again, um, be safe, have fun, live a little, learn a lot. And especially right now, make stuff. And we'll talk to you soon with another edition of 40 Acres and a Fool here on Blaze Podcast Network. 40 Acres and a Fool with Cam Edwards on the Blaze Radio Network.